Welcome back to Group Therapy Side Sesh. We got the mayor of North Carolina, Jess. We got the cardio queen, KBI. And of course, we got the sleep goddess herself, Kayton. And we're talking all about how to set yourself up for a good night of counting them sheep, getting those Z's first off. And this is a little bit of a surprise. Keep it brief. Tell me your sleep routine in no random order. KBI. Oh, fuck. <laughs> First <laughs> of all, before I even dive into that, I don't want to be in your brain ever. Because the way that you come up with these things, these intros, I'm like, I can't. Um, as far as a sleep routine... Um, after I've drank a four shot espresso and an Celsius in my day, I finally sit down and I relax for my evening. I crawl into my bed with my big heated blanket and I okay. usually engage in some recreational activity to calm myself down a little bit. And then I scroll oh TikTok God. until I fall asleep. Oh my God. <laughs> And but usually I wake I up about 3 a.m. Usually I wake up about 3 a.m., realize I've been watching the same video on repeat, and then turn my phone off. Wait, you'd fall asleep with your phone on? Yeah, I literally just said that. Like, I I like actually, though? Like, like, I, like yeah, for real, though? Like, actually. I scroll. And you don't, Until like, have that moment where you're drifting off, and then you just kind of, like, close your phone? You just kind of, yeah, like... Sometimes I just fall asleep watching it. I started with KBI for a reason, so we can start at the bottom and maybe move up to the, the, the ceiling. Jess, please. I know you can be at least a few stairs above that. Um, so first of all, when I'm going to sleep in South Carolina, because that's where I live, not North Carolina. <laughs> oh, my God. It's debatable. It's, it's okay. Um, so I'm going to say my sleep routine on non-podcast nights because my sleep is very screwed up on podcast nights because I'm like I so do. energized. Um, but usually, as you all know, I go to bed super early. So I put my daughter to bed um, and then I, you know, wash my face, brush my teeth, get in my pajamas, um, get into bed. And then depending on how I'm feeling, my husband and I will either watch something. Yes, we have a TV in our room, K-Time. Um, mm. Or I will read a book and I fall asleep and then I sleep until I get up at 4 a.m. to exercise. Do you have any awakenings throughout the night? Um, it depends on the night, but typically I can remember like one. Um, but if I'm getting poor sleep, I wake up a lot. And also depends on if my toddler is screaming from mm -hmm. the other room, if she wakes up in the middle of the night, but yeah, I, I will usually remember like one awakening around 2 a.m. Or like when my husband leaves for work. That's how like wake me up to say goodbye. I felt like we went up a few notches there. I feel like I want to briefly say my routine prior to my having a girlfriend. Because pre-girlfriend, pre I literally, I would go for a nice evening walk. I would stop eating. That was probably the thing I did most. I'd stop eating usually a couple hours before bed. Sometimes I'd still be eating closer to bed, but I'd go for a nice evening walk. 
no TV in bedroom. I would go into my room and either read or journal, lights off, and I would fall asleep quick, easy, rarely wake up. Then you get in a relationship. The TV <laughs> appears in the room. It just floats there and mounts itself on the wall. Mm. And then you fall asleep every night to some British Bake Off show <laughs> playing in the background. And the next night you debating of how far you watched into that episode and should you start it over. Oh my God, that's so relatable. <laughs> I just oh need you to God. know that I'm in full support of her. I will not take this slander and I will defend her till my dying day. Just letting you know. We appreciate the TV in the room. You are of the person that brought TV, it there. Pro light. Oh, well, okay. I didn't have a TV in my bedroom until like the last like year and a half. I remember texting K10 saying, I haven't had a TV in my bedroom since I left home mm -hmm. and moved out. And then suddenly I was like, I'm going to put one in here. Yeah. But I barely watch it. I never, my kid comes up at 5 a.m. and turns on Bluey. Like, I mean, having a TV in the bedroom isn't necessarily a bad thing unless it's like really causing stress for you at night. Like Justin, it sounds like he's very stressed watching British <laughs> Bake Off. He's probably having like dreams about baking and all that. Um, I no, watch I it. She's, <laughs> she's been asleep for an hour and I'm up being like, dang, Anthony, that pie. Yo, Look at shit. I, I think it curdled, man. I think it curdled. I don't know. Got the eggs. Yeah, it's 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 wild. No, I really relate to that because my partner travels a lot for work, and when he's not home, I sleep so mm. well. I hope he hears this. I'm trying to be loud, and um, <laughs> so so basically, what I what I do when it's just me, I'll take my dogs to the park, um, and it's pretty late. Like I take them to the park around like eight o'clock, eight thirty. They run around, they get tired, so they don't wake me up throughout the night. Then I'll lay in bed um, and I'll, I'll literally just fall asleep. Um, but there are nights where he's on TikTok scrolling and this man could literally scroll just like KBI and just like pass the fuck out, like just out, like out. And then I'm listening to the TikToks and I'm thinking, oh, yeah, I, I wonder, I wonder if I get that you know, that dye and I could make like really cool T-shirts like that sounds like whatever he was watching. And now I'm thinking and now I'm up and I'm such a light sleeper. And, and all that. So I have, when I sleep with him, I have the mask, I have the earbuds, I have like everything. He likes mm. the fan and I hate it. It's like having a bed part and I love him to death. Dave, I love you, but our sleep routines are totally different. Um, but I do know that there are some nights where uh, I will engage in recreational stuff too. And me and KPI will talk about random stuff at really crazy hours of the night. I was, or when you I text the group chat with like conspiracy <laughs> theories at like midnight. <laughs> I was gonna te I was gonna say, K10, you are leaving out an important part of Stop. me texting you Don't and saying Don't. bypassing your silence where it says, Do you still want to notify? Absolutely the fuck I do and send it through anyway. And I answer, because wow. no, when I when I had really bad insomnia though, like I had a really bad stint of it, I would have to be really rigid. And you know, you don't have to be so rigid if you're not struggling. You know what I mean? But yeah, I, I'm yeah. In contrast, if I send KBI a TikTok at like 9.30, she responds, why are you awake? <laughs> yeah, literally. When Jess is awake past 9 p.m., I get really worried. I'm like, Unless it's a Jess podcast is, night, literally. Yeah. Jess is talking about her, she's, she's talking about sleep routine. She's like, I get ready to go to bed. And I'm like, what, at like six o'clock? <laughs> no. Okay. My daughter goes to, we start sleep, her sleep routine at seven. So she's in bed by like 7.30. So like at 7.30. I'm, I'm usually most nights that I don't record a podcast. I am in my bed by 8 p.m. I meant to 
I meant to ask you guys, does having kids help you with that routine before bed? Mm-hmm. Like for your own routine? Yes. See, for me also, yes. But KVI was not agreeing. No. No, oh. this is my hangout time. This True. is my, Uh-oh. I come upstairs. I may do some TikToks. I may work a little True. bit. I may do what I, like, I have oh, revenge it, sleep so, so hard. That's hard to kick though. That's really difficult. Revenge bedtime procrastination. It's really tough. Yeah. It leads me to think, what should we be doing? And I don't mean to put this all on K10, but I'm putting it all on K10. Almost like if we were like a Sims character and you like crafted the most ideal nighttime routine. Could you just tell us some of those things? Like what, what would that look like? First of all, I love The Sims. I would probably use the mother load cheat code first to get a really cool house, really cool bed, really good clothes, luxury, right? (laughs) What was was the other cheat code? Like Rosebud or something? Yes. Was it Rosebud? Yes. Yes. Wow. That just unlocked a memory from, I don't know. That was, that hit me. 1999. That's nostalgic. I needed a 12-bedroom house for my one character. No, KBI was the one like removing the ladder out of the pool. Like, there was never any extra people because I was killing their partners. <laughs> oh we know, we know. Yeah, but um, if if it were like a sim simulation and we had to like construct the best like sleep routine or sleep schedule, I think it actually starts during the day. It doesn't mm. really start at night, you know. And I think it really, really, really is exposure to light. I think people underestimate that. So if you do have a lot of light throughout the day and you limit that light at night, I know people are like, does it really matter? You know, having a big ring light right now, like that's going to be hard for me to fall asleep mm-hmm. earlier tonight. Um, but that's our body's way of knowing when it's time to go to sleep. Unless you're KBI and you drink four shots of espresso at night. It's different. I don't drink it at night. It's like throughout the day. I have the okay. espresso in the morning, the Celsius in the afternoon. Sometimes the Celsius sometimes is replaced by pre-workout. Depending. You're just digging your own grave at this point. So it's adding to it. Yeah. <laughs> But, it puts but that's, it's a good point, though, because, I mean, when we drink a lot of caffeine, it reduces our ability to know that when we're tired or sleepy and we don't notice those internal cues of sleepiness nearly as much. But, yeah, usually four things. So exposing yourself to light throughout the day and then limiting that light at night. The second thing would be to try to maintain some sort of routine. And I say this from mm-hmm. a place of privilege. Some people don't have that opportunity, right, to, like, wake up at the same time every day. Um, and a lot of people like to focus on their bedtime the timing of it, but I actually really like to focus on the wake time because you have more control over that. You might not be tired at 10 PM just as fast asleep, but there are people out there who might not be, you know? And, um, yeah. And then the other habits have to do with what you ingest. So caffeine, alcohol, substances, food, anything like that, really limiting those before bed. Cause even if people are falling asleep, just say so you don't have issues falling asleep, even if you drink a lot of caffeine or something like that, your sleep architecture just looks a little different. You know, you might not get into all the stages of sleep at the times that you should, or your sleep cycles might look different. So it is really important. So if I had to make a Sims character, they would be on the same routine every day. They would be out outside in the world, outside, mm. outside mm. all day, you know, in the light. Um, and then towards the end of the night, they would limit the light. And with the TV and stuff, 
I always make fun of my friends like, why do you have a TV in the bedroom? It's just that light. It's not necessarily right. even the noise. Sometimes it's really that light that your brain, even if you close your eyes, it literally that's a sign to wake up. It's literally just a sign. So, mm-hmm. um, I'm yeah. just going to so steal that clip and play it for Jackie and, you know, see how much trouble I get in. Uh, blame me. Blame me. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Wait, Be like, we're know, doing an experiment. <laughs> but how important are Remy's for sleep? Because- oh, my God. Jesus. <laughs> we're talking about how we're going to set ourselves up for good sleep. Yeah. You gotta, how just, many Remy's do you need to get? She's so focused on, she's referring to REM sleep, which is your most active stage of sleep. It's the stage of sleep that kind of poses the most issues for people when they have sleep behaviors. So if you're just say you're sleepwalking or sleep talking, it's usually because your body isn't in atonia, like your muscles aren't paralyzed and you're just kind of like walking around and talking, you know, um, during REM sleep, but REM sleep is really important for like, I could go on and on cause I could nerd out. So I don't want to talk the whole podcast, but Remy's are good. You need more than just Remy's Kristen. You need like the deeper stages of sleep because <laughs> different things happen at different stages. So Remy's are good, but you need more than that. And if you haven't listened to our sleep episode, go and listen most... to it because, but if you have, it all makes sense. You, you got to, that was so funny. I was, that was the most unhinged episode and it was right before I got sick. And it was the day that my, my, my sleep book came out and it was like, so funny. I was like, this is the most chaotic episode ever. But in terms of setting yourself up for a good sleep, it's, and it really just depends on you. If you want consolidated sleep at night, you're going to have to be really rigid throughout the day. But if, if you're the type that likes to take naps, totally cool. Um, you just have to kind of set yourself up in a different way. You said so many things in there that are real good. To emphasize mm-hmm. the one that like I feel like I've learned the latest is you have to get adequate light early mm-hmm. in the day. Early. Early. And I know right I said it in our sleep episode, which felt like years ago, but I'm like, the best sleep I ever get is when I go camping. Because mm-hmm. when that ball... Uh, of, of, of a star rises in the sky when you're camping, you wake the hell up. But we got blackout shades, we got freaking mini blinds and all the things. But when you're camping, soon as that star like rises in the horizon, you are wide awake. Like you can't be sleeping in a tent when that sun's up. But it's wild because then as soon as it gets dark, it's dark, dark when you're camping. Like you might have a fire or something, but it's like, it's so wild how sleepy I get every time I'm out in nature and camping, but it's because of all the things you said. And then I think of a lot of people who suffer from depression. Unfortunately, a lot of times we're shut in our apartments, our home, and it's hard. It's hard to get out and whatever, but just gaining that knowledge and me working with people with depression, it's like made a significant difference of like, can we get you on your porch in your morning? Like, can we get you even just scrolling your phone, but on your porch, Mm -hmm. getting some sunlight? Because you won't think like, what difference will that make? It makes a big difference. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, melatonin secretion literally stops when your brain sees light. Like it's, it's, it's just wild to me. It's, it's so wild how like reptilian our sleep is. It's just really, it's fascinating, but you make really good points too about camping and, and just the light exposure. And I even think that plus having a really high sleep drive. So mm. Justin, you talk a lot about movement and exercise and KBI does too. And it's like, and Jess works out every morning at 4am. Oh. We get the Snapchats every morning. At least I do, you know? So it's like, it's really important because then when you have high sleep drive 
and you're reducing light and you're waking up around the same time of day, everything seems to align. So if you think about like, what were we doing when we were hunter gatherers? Like, that's kind of what I tell my clients, like, what do you think we would be doing? We wouldn't be watching TV. Obviously we would just be camping out literally. And you, you know, you just have a little fire going. Mm -hmm. So Justin, you asked like what we should do. And I'm sure we don't have to, you know, punt this to K10, but what should we not do? To set ourselves up for my sleep. sleep is fine, guys. Maybe I, just I was about to say, KBI, do you want to take this one? That you do. Yo, <laughs> my sleep is fine. We there ain't no way. We all will chip in to get you a sleep study, which those things aren't. We're cheap. gonna hook you up to a polysomnography, and we're gonna look at those Remy's, and you're gonna, gonna be like, I got some. We're gonna be like, oh my Yo. god, it is fine. One, one thing that's kind of like a toss up in the research is exercise. Uh, you know, before bed or at night. Mm -hmm. uh, do you guys notice if you work out at night? Just, I don't know if this will apply to you. If you work out at night, do you think it helps with your sleep? Because it, it just depends for people. I don't, okay. I think walking does, but mm -hmm. not in the times I've like hit the gym or done a, like a exercise workout late. It doesn't help my sleep, but walking for what is for me does. Mm -hmm. If I could yeah. take a seven o'clock class every night, I would because I would go straight to bed afterwards. Wow. Really? That's so amazing. Yeah. When I, um, there was another time in my life where I was a gym bro. Um, very, very long time ago. <laughs> 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 very, very long time ago. Her, her impulsive LaCroix from last I just saw her <laughs> with the fake tan in the gallon jugs and her. No, I still didn't drink water, but um, <laughs> it was when my husband, my husband was on deployment and I literally worked next to a planet fitness. So I would go like every day for like two hours. Mm -hmm. um, but I would work out after work and I always worked second shift. So I would get off work at like nine, 10, 11 o'clock and I would go to the gym afterwards and then I'd go home and go to bed. Wow. Because it put me to sleep. I, right. like, when I have to do morning workouts, it's actually harder for me to do morning workouts. Because I'm, like, I'm tired not, all day. Like, well, that too. Like, I, I'm now exhausted. Like, working out does not energize me. Like, some people say, like, it energizes. I'm like, absolutely mm -hmm. the fuck it does not. Yeah. I have a threshold with exercise. Like, if I keep it to, like, 20 or 30 minutes, it energizes me anything over that or if i'm like doing anything that's like to max no i'm exhausted mm -hmm. yeah but i know this isn't necessarily exercise up but but jess it must energize you oh no it it, it does uh, it does yeah. um i couldn't tell you the last time i worked out in even the afternoon because even on weekends mm -hmm. i'll work out like later in the morning but mm -hmm. like and that was something I just, I discovered in graduate school. So I guess the last time I probably worked on the afternoon evening would have been in college mm. um, or maybe during my master's program. Um, but yeah, it, it wakes me up in the morning and my wow. day is just like set a lot better also because I go to sleep so early. True. Now, if I didn't wake up at 4 oh, a.m., I would probably go to sleep a little later, but by the end of the day, I'm just exhausted. And so for me... It just wouldn't be right. working out no. at the end it, in the evening would not be helpful. But I agree with Justin walking, though, if like mm -hmm. we get out and do like a walk 
after dinner, before it's like the bedtime routine, I feel a lot like calmer. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. And it's easier to go to sleep. Yeah. Cause there's like, it, it really is so interesting because with sleep health, there's like no one size fits all. There's sleep hygiene tips like we're kind of talking about, but it, it really varies, you know, for everybody, especially when it comes to exercise. The one thing that most people could agree on, at least in the sleep world, is alcohol and like reducing that before bed. Um, I was say that. Because we just know it just really disrupts sleep a lot. Um, yeah. If I've been drinking, even like I can even at this point in my life tell the difference between like one drink. Mm-hmm. And no drinks, but especially like if I go out and like have a couple, my sleep is awful that night. That's what I was wondering about eating. I think that's the thing that's Mm -hmm. probably my worst, like left to my own devices sleep thing. Like Mm -hmm. I can always eat like. 10.30 10.30 at night, I'm like, Taco Bell right now? I know they I got- was about to say the Taco Bell. I was about to say, you can Taco Bell almost like after every podcast recording. After every podcast, you know? I, everyone knows. You eat Taco Bell for lunch and you're like, man, I know this would be better with the late night crew. You know it would have tasted better if the late night crew would have made that Taco Bell. I feel like you're delusional getting it during the day. I don't know. It's it feels like a crime. Like if you ate it, like I've had, I've had it like midday. It's just not the same. You need it like it's 11 PM and yeah. it's packed and you're like, give it to it. But I live right next to the university. But I've, everything I've heard that eating that late likely is not good for sleep. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think it depends too on like medical stuff for people with like blood sugar issues mm-hmm. or stuff like that. We have to be mindful about like when their meals are, because sometimes it's better to eat than to not for blood sugar stuff mm-hmm. depends on the person. Um, or if you have other like dietary issues, you know what I mean? But we notice too, if people have like big meals before bed, like a $20 Taco Bell order, you know, probably <laughs> constitute that for Justin, maybe ten thirty PM if you're trying to wake up at six, maybe. But, um, but yeah, I mean, our bodies can only do so much, you know, and when we're digesting, that's what it's mm-hmm. focused on. And then if mm-hmm. we're sleeping, it doesn't have a chance when we're sleeping, our brains don't have a chance really to do. I'm really generalizing it here and I'm dumbing it down, but like, it's hard for our brain and our body to do multiple things. Um, that's with alcohol, with food. Um, if you really think about it, alcohol is like a toxin. So your body's really trying to get that out, you know, as you sleep and you're, and it's, you might wake up a couple of times just to kind of get that through with food. You might not notice it as much, but you might wake up feeling a little more unrested. Um, but it's not necessarily a bad thing. Like my partner will eat like clockwork. He orders Uber eats like all the time and he'll order something at like 11 PM. Oh yeah. Like 11 PM. This man wakes up at 6 AM. I'm like, what? are you doing anyways his life i'm not here to judge right um but he'll sleep like perfect all night wake up fine whatever if i did that i'm up all night for some reason i can't do it so everybody's different it it made me want to pepper you with another thing that i hear a lot what about nicotine hitting the nick hitting the old vape right before bed what about it we usually suggest to avoid it Mm-hmm. at all costs if possible um yeah because nicotine i mean it doesn't last in your system nearly as long as maybe other substances do but it it does have an awakening effect you know for most people mm-hmm. but um i know a, a couple of uh my clients they have like the the nicotine i don't even know what they're called the little Pouches. pouch things yeah um zins zins yeah yeah and um they'll do those and they'll be like hyped up and i'm like why are you doing that at 10 p.m.? Like, are you trying to get hyped? You're trying to go to sleep? Like, you confused? What are we doing? What's you know what I mean? Like, what's here? happening? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. But um, is there anything that you guys do that like right before bed that you know will help you go to sleep? Like for sure, if you're having like a rough day or like just say you're a little more stressed than usual, is there, and it could be traditionally good or traditionally like quote unquote bad, but anything that works for you? Tart cherry juice. I'm on the train. I heard it in one Huberman Lab podcast. I've been telling everybody for at least a year and a half. It has the highest tryptophan levels of anything you can consume. No way. Yeah, tart cherry juice. And it's got clinical data to back it that it helps induce sleep. You don't need much of it. You just pour a little bit in glass. I will say this, it's expensive. Like you go to the juice aisle and you're all excited. You're like, yo, Justin told me to try tart cherry juice. Then you look at the price, you're like 12 bucks. You're like, (laughs) what the, this better save my life. But like it does it. And it might, again, you never know how much is placebo, but it's got, again, clinical data against yeah. placebo and it does make people tired. And they say because the tryptophan levels are just like through oh. the moon in tart cherry juice. I got to check that out. Hmm. KBI is going to say something about scrolling TikTok. She's going to say something on Hinge. No, I, I was just going to say, like, I just, the pharmaceuticals. Okay. But what? What works for you? Oh, I mean, if it's a really like, like I need to go to sleep. It's like a ZZ Quill. It's a Benadryl. It's a some form of like knock me out cold. And over the counter. Yeah. Um. Sometimes it's a herbal medicine. <laughs> Did you get a little tea? What does that mean? <laughs> he really doesn't know. Wait, let me just comment really quick on the over the counter. That's fine for acute insomnia. You know, that's technically yeah. what it's for. You know, oh, but if yeah, you're taking no, it every I'm single not, night, I'm not popping like, bennies every night. If you were, I'd be like, are you okay? <laughs> I don't, none of us would be surprised, though. I mean, no. if we're, we're all friends here. Yeah. No. Um, I think I don't want to out you, KBI. I'm just going to like make an assumption. Like when we look at the data for THC, it's chronic use isn't super helpful for sleep, but, mm. you know, acute here and there sometimes it helps induce sleep for some people but if you're doing it oh yeah in excess no, all the time every me. single night i mean it knocks me right out one one time done drooling with tiktok scrolling i don't so, think i have like something that i'm like oh this will like surely make me go to sleep i do find reading though will like make me more drowsy yeah Mm-hmm. So usually yeah. if I'm tossing and turning, I will try to be intentional about reading because it will like, and it also gets me off my phone because I feel like a lot of times when I'm stressed, I like doom scroll and that's not helpful for anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. For me, it's, um, I never liked baths until I got sick and I had to take them all the time. And that makes me sleepy as hell. Like every time, like if I'm really struggling, I'll, I'll take a bath. I love the individual differences because it feels like with like anything, like you had said, there's not like one sleep schedule that works for everyone. But yet we got clinical data to say some things are probably going to be less helpful than others. Mm -hmm. Yo, if you haven't already picked up a copy of K10's book. Thanks, Justin. Can we can we just give it the full shout? Where is it? Do you have it? I got it. Mine's upstairs somewhere. Insomnia Doc's Guide to Restful Sleep. You know I'm the oh. quickest. Oh, look, Justin Aww. got it. Oh, you guys are so cute. Mine's, mine's, so mine's at my bedside. 
Yo. But I don't want to walk. That's so upstairs. sweet. And then I have a second <laughs> copy in my office. And what I looks like she's in black and white right now. Is that you know it's written in your voice. Like when I read it, I'm hearing you and I love that you wrote it that way as well. I appreciate that. My editors I'm I'm here for the Pete Davidson references. They let me keep that in. I was like, let's go. But if you get the audio version, uh, I'm pretty sure her name is Roxanne Black. She is one of the best narrators I've ever heard. She narrates that so well and she's she's great. She's really great. So if you like audios... um, I'm going to read you a review from this book and reasons why it's, you should buy it's it. It's KBI's review. She's reading her own review. I can tell before. Why are you outing it? it? It ruins it. Please go on. It says, this is a book that you want to have on your bedside table when you're awake at 3 a.m. because it's for sure going to help you fall asleep. That is a gem. <laughs> I, I literally. I like it. It's a gem. When you submitted that, I'm like, they're it not going to put that in. It is literally on the back of the book, too. Like, it is what people see. Aren't, aren't you and Justin on the back of the book? I was Listen. like, they like... Absolutely. You they put Justin on there, too. And yeah. then there's Justin and his, like, Dr. Christine Casey's continuously explains the process of sleep and how to improve sleep hygiene in tangible, digestible ways that all of us can incorporate into our hectic lives. Like a true psychologist. Look at like- that. A true psycho. And then there's me oh roasting K10, and I'm like, I like a I true, can't believe they used like, it. Like a true bestie over here. This, okay, so it's an evergreen book. It's never going to come off the shelf. So I have to look at this every time I look at this book. Like, ever, I can't, I cannot change anything. I cannot change this. So thank you. I love it. For the rest I of my it. life. That's what friends are for, right there. But you yeah, know what we're you. for? Giving you a nice, informed podcast. You're welcome. Pull free because you can't stand those. <laughs> Let it go. Let it go. Yo, as always, share this. Give this to someone. Give it to your partner who leaves the TV on all night and you have to wake up angry and hit the power button and gives you something to fight about over the eggs in the morning. But no, for real, we always appreciate you. Rate, review, like it, and we'll see you all next time. See ya. Bye. Peace.